and gentlemen to another episode of it's still real to us damn it heel Corey is back in here you already know what's up i would say recording late but you know shit doesn't stop for anybody but we're gonna start <laughs> this Right. We're going to start this off with the, you know, quick little moment of silence. R.I.P. to the legend Harley Race. Before I got off all ago, Corey texted me that the legend had passed away. We're just going to, you know. Always got to <clears throat> respect the uh, legends. Yeah. One of the real ones right there. Oh, my God. Just, just legendary, man. Rest in power, man. I don't know how old he was, but, you know, prayers to his I friends and family. Believe- he was 74, I think, is what I read. Okay. And if you haven't watched that classic match with Ric Flair, was it a cage match? I believe so. If you haven't watched that, go watch that. I know it's old, but you'll trust me. Just 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 trust me on that. So old school or whatever, but if I mean if you listen to this or whatever, you probably know about that match, I'm pretty sure. But RIP to a legend right there, man. Sad to hear, Absolutely. but you know, God bless. Yeah, at least it's a natural causes. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, that's that's great to hear these days. Good Lord, what wrestlers going <laughs> after? Right? Oh man, so um, bra. We are what uh, another week? We're we're another week until SummerSlam. Yep. We and you know we're off that raw reunion shit or nostalgia trip from last week or whatever. So you know we're actually back into like building up the car for SummerSlam. You know, some something nice, right? Huh. I I want to point out. Uh, I think this week's episode of Raw was better than last week. But did you, you know see the one what culture joint where they said is this the best Raw of the year? I did not see that. I have to look at that later. What do you think about that? If it's not the best, it's got to be up there. Right. Because post-mania has been bad for a while, and it was only all right pre-mania. See, we're going to talk about two different things later, and I feel like I'm going to ask you because I feel like you remember a lot more about in the moment than just like wrestling history more than me, man, as far as like a Bischoff thing and like a, a Heyman thing. And you already yeah. know what the hell I'm talking about with both of them, too. So, yeah, when it gets there, I'll bring that up. <laughs> um, we started off with a 24-7 mixed tag gauntlet match, or as Corey would call it, the 48-7 European TV title. <laughs> <laughs> Between, what is it, R-Truth and Carmella uh, versus, uh, versus Drake Maverick and, and what's his, his wife's name? Wife. Renee Michelle? Renee Michelle, yeah. yeah. Oh, fine ass. Still can't talk, but, you know. No. <laughs> but, you know, Drake Maverick makes up for that. Bruh, I did not know he was this damn entertaining. I, I kind of knew from TNA, but that was around the time I stopped watching TNA because it was no longer bearable. Jesus Christ. 
So I haven't gotten to that The Rise of Fall of TNA um, YouTube shit that I've watched before. <laughs> I haven't finished it, but I still got to finish it. My God. I don't think I need to watch that. I was you were around there? for it. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> but I yeah. remember the day Hogan started. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway. Of, of course, R Truth won this joint, and then um, what? The twenty four seven rules kicked back in. Yep. And after a big scrum, was it scrapple, kerfuffle, whatever we're gonna call it? <laughs> um, Mike Canellis came out with the belt. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys, I didn't watch this live. I went back and watched a little bit later, like you know, the little short version of this. Um, Corey was texting me things as it happened. And I'm pretty sure as soon as he said Mike Canellis is new 24-7 champ, we all knew what was happening later on down the show. And we're going to get yep. there. I can't fucking wait because I'm ready to, like, I, matter of fact, if you've been listening to this shit or whatever, you know how me and Corey both rock with this wrestling shit? You already know what's coming a little bit later or whatever. We're going full 90s, early 2000s levels of fuck it. But <laughs> um, after this, we got, oh my God, dude, I... I'm glad I went back and watched or whatever. This was fucking excellent wrestling, which I knew it was going to be as soon as I got the damn... My homie, you shout out Will or whatever, he texted me It was like, yo, this sounds like it's going to be dope. U.S. title gauntlet match. This he was going to be the number one contender for the U.S. title, AJ Styles' U.S. title, um, between Rey Mysterio, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Andrade, and Ricochet. Now, we all knew Ricochet was winning. Am I, am I correct on that, sir? I was pretty certain, yeah. We were all sure, but we weren't mad at getting Ray Cesaro. We weren't mad at getting no. Ray Sammy's. We definitely are never going to be mad at getting Ray and Andrade, and we're going to get a little bit deeper on that in a second. And then I'm not going to be mad at Andrade and um, Ricochet. I quite enjoyed uh, all of this. Yeah, I like Andrade... Or our races are that was really good. I, I feel like you you, you taste me some joint um yesterday or whatever. Well, not yesterday, but when SmackDown was on, you're like, oh, this is what I didn't know I needed, which I'm gonna reveal that when it happens. Um, didn't I really want it that much? But hey, but I feel like those two are just. I mean, if you're a good ass worker, you can just go with anybody, you know. That's definitely true. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad we're finally. I don't know if they're gonna give it to us, but like, I feel like. They finally found a way to make us watch the pre-show. If Andrade and Ray is a pre-show, we're watching the pre-show. Oh, yeah. Andrade tried to remove remove Ray's mask, which in what luchador wrestling culture is very disrespectful. Probably the most disrespectful shit you can do. It's definitely the most disrespectful thing you can do. I've heard talks of a mask versus hair match but I don't know if that's confirmed it'd be interesting only thing I'm gonna say is regardless if like let's say this is a match at SummerSlam pre-show or not or just even in the show we we agree we want this match we wanted the match when we got it the first time we didn't get it I, I think Ray doubt. got I think Ray got hurt or something right like that was actually real I think so yeah but I feel like Okay, if Ray wins, we're not going to be mad. But I don't even see Ray winning. I think he's going to. I, I think he's going to put the young guy over. If Ray loses, then I don't think it'll be a hair versus whatever match. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Although that was just a rumor fair, out there. 
he has been unmasked in WWE before, so maybe. Yeah, let's never do that again, though. Yeah, well, niggas, I don't handle it better at the very least, bro. Niggas said Dominic when we saw him a couple of weeks or a couple of months ago looked older than what Ray looked like now. <laughs> I was like, y'all really got to chill out. Yeah, but we'll see, man. Um, um, yeah, that um Ray was running shop and everything until Andrade beat him, or make you know pretty much that happened, and then um. Andrade lost to Ricochet. Ricochet versus AJ Styles at SummerSlam, running that back, which is what we all wanted. Yeah, it'll we, be we, another we good it. match. How'd you feel about um, Ricochet's promo after? It, it was better than his usual promos. But I think it still could have been better. He's he's getting there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Ah, next thing, <laughs> it happened. It happened, ladies and gentlemen. Maria Canellis was banging on the door and was like, "If you don't let me in, I'm gonna punch you in the <laughs> vagina." To her husband. Um. Oh no, I was about to say, but I'm gonna say it a little bit later. Yeah, she said she was going to kick her husband in the vagina. He lets her in because he's not trying to let anybody else in or whatever, you know, with the ref and everything. Maria comes in with the ref, tells him to lie down. And she becomes the first pregnant 24-7 title holder. When Corey texts me, I say, you know what? This is pure gold. This is pure gold because no one could do anything to her that she now that she's pregnant. But... If we're keeping it a buck, we're saying that in 2019 standards because me and Corey both remember the days of Gene Schnitzky. Did I say it right? Yes. For you guys that don't remember early attitude, not attitude, but early ruthless aggression era, Gene Schnitzky was a character that was feuding with Kane when he got Lita pregnant and pushed Lita and they had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, the fact that Kane got anybody pregnant was weird enough. Bruh. That was not the only miscarriage angle, I'm, but I'm not going to get into WCW and that shit with Miss um, <laughs> Hancock, a.k.a. Stacey Keebler. But no, after getting her pregnant, or pregnant, excuse me, after making her have a miscarriage, Schnitzky's whole gimmick became, it wasn't my fault. He was yeah. That was literally his only thing he would say. He literally came out to the ring one week and kicked a, a, a baby doll into the crowd. <laughs> this was what, 2003 yeah. or 2002, something like that? I, I want to say three. That sounds right. This is why I'm trying to tell y'all. Niggas that claim they want this Attitude Era back, are you sure? That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because miscarriage angles have been a thing. We've seen lesbians get their asses beat before. Come on now. <laughs> and we don't need to see it again. Yeah, like, it's some things that just need to stay in the past, guys. We talked about the Godfather last week and shit. We're like, that might not have been to bring back. Hey, bro. All right. Yeah. Exactly. You know what it is. Um, I just, just, I just, I just had to touch on that because I, I, I knew, I knew that was gonna bring back some memories for you. Because <laughs> I remember one time we had a random Gene Schnitzky conversation. You were like, "Nigga, how do you remember that?" I said, "Bro, he." I was like, "I could never." Ever forget that shit? Because I I remember that whole shit with um Matt Hardy and Kane, where um 
Lita showed up to the wedding wearing all black. Yep. <laughs> Classic shit, bro. Um, a moment of bliss was next, where the fabulous, amazing goddess Alexa Bliss. Also, Will, bro, I love you, but you keep this in Alexa Bliss, man. We're glad to see me in the cage match. Just saying, bro. You gonna quit? You gonna quit? Just better, my queen. Anyways, her and Nikki Cross was talking, and was it at this point that we got the the whole little video from like prior with um Becky Lynch and Natty? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, so to, to inform y'all, Natty was training with Fit Finley and some other women women wrestlers on how to get out of the, the, the ah, how to get out of this the disarm her, aka Becky's finisher and everything. And Becky runs up in there, hits Fit Finley in the balls, and then proceeds <laughs> to get to put um, Natty in the disarmer. I'm just incredible. Upset. I'm just uh, upset that she disrespected Finley like that. Right, I was like, "Why did Fit Finley had to catch the ball, the the ball hit?" When if you go back and think about it, Fit wasn't Fit Finley the one that put her in the um, Royal Rumble match? I do believe so. Yes. Mm-hmm. See how that works out. Plus, I mean, there's just no way to treat a legend like Fit Finley. I oh, mean, that is that is facts. Whose also, son, someone, if I'm not mistaken, wrestles for New Japan? Oh, we need to look into that. Also, too, someone that I feel like can still scrap. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't mess with him. I don't want no smoke. But yeah, very heelish of Becky. Remember, we talked about little little things of her possibly being a heel term, which I'm going to get into that a little bit later on. I'm gonna ask your thoughts exactly a little bit later. But um, yeah, Alexa Bliss and um Becky Becky are having a non-title match later. Okay. Huh. <sighs> Okay. Next, we had a triple threat tag team match for the Raw tag team belts. It's for ladies and gentlemen, for you guys that are like new into wrestling or just you don't really know wrestling like how we know this shit. Nine times out of ten, when there's a triple threat, that's to get the belts off the champs without um, the champs actually getting pinned. For the most part, yes. And that is exactly what happened when one of the one of the OC, which one was it? Pin Jimmy Uso, the one who literally just got caught with a DUI this past, like last week. Uh, I think it was <clears throat> uh, Luke Gallows that pinned him. But if I'm not yeah. mistaken, that cra- craziness, right? But as yeah. soon as it was a triple threat, it's not shocking. No, not at all. Um, what do you think about that? Because I like it. I thought it was really good. I like them with the belts. Like, yeah. I, I feel like it's not going to happen, whatever, but like them with a big ass feud with like the, you know, the um, New Day or whatever, I'm not mad at it. That'd be a really good feud. Could help uh, revitalize the tag division, quite frankly. Jesus Christ, the tag division. Yeah. Not, not looking good. Mm hmm. But yeah, the OC, new tag team champions, you know, California. Oh, excuse me, copyright, <laughs> copyright. Well, they're about to be on Fox. I think, I think they probably, someone said that's, that's why they picked this, which if that's the case, that is funny, but we know it's not true. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, also, too, after they won the titles, they went to the back, and AJ Styles congratulated them while also with his United States Championship, and someone on... <laughs> 
<laughs> someone said he was dressed a certain way, and to break it down, how me and Corey talk, someone said he cosplayed as Daniel Bryan with that flannel shirt. I noticed that too. When I was, <laughs> um, I actually, I thought it was Daniel Bryan. I was like, "What is going on?" I was like, "Oh, that's AJ." Okay. I was thoroughly confused at first. Oh man, that shit was funny to me. I was like, "Yo," <sighs> but yeah, the OC and um AJ Styles, aka the Club, aka the original Club, aka the Bullet Club ripoffs with all the belts <laughs> right now. Well, to be fair, they were all in Bullet Club, so aren't and aren't um, Gallows and Anderson OG members? Uh, yeah, them and... No, AJ isn't. That's right. But yeah, they both are. Yeah, because it was them and Finn, right? Or Prince Devitt, excuse me. Yes. That's dope. Oh, um, the Viking Raiders um, experience, whatever you want to call them, they squash some more jobbers. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to need them to do something more with the... Uh... I was gonna ask, how do you Viking feel about Raiders that? And, and and can can we get somebody on size jobbers? Like, I mean, all the people yeah, in the back right. that are on the roster, like they can't just beat up on um um Ryder and Hawkins anymore. Right. I mean, I'd be more impressed if they did that. Like, I don't know. At least, uh, at least they were tag team champions or whatever. Right. This is kind of just like, oh, you're beating up some some dude that Triple H saw on the sidewalk and was like, hey, you want to make. A thousand dollars, like, hey, what if they told uh, you? What if they told you, hey, these two big dudes are gonna throw you around for like fifty seconds, but we're gonna pay you like five grand. I'm down. Oh yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I don't this know is... if I'd be medically cleared to do it, but I'm sure as hell gonna do it. I'm, I'm definitely, hey, if I, if I'm medically cleared, I'm doing that shit, bro. Yep. So yeah, let's watch some more jobbers. Um, next, the Street Profits. Okay, first off, we're gonna go ahead and get this out here, or whatever, because black men do not cheat. Like I said, all men don't cheat, but especially black ones. Black men do not cheat. So it was not Montez Ford. He is happily married to a black queen. You hear me? Damn it! But Angelo Dawkins insisted that he might be Maria, aka the twenty, the new twenty four seven champions, baby daddy. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> the I mean, you just gotta love those two, quite frankly, oh, bro. Yeah, I t- oh my god! Remember we talked about them with Lashley last week? Yeah. Remember I, I wrote this down or whatever. I guess we can just go get it out there now. Apparently Lashley's hurt, and he's not gonna be back till November. And someone said, by that time, will Leo have like made amends and he can and they can come back together? Because I feel like, which we're gonna have a big NXT breakdown as far as before that paper, you know, it, like that takeover and SummerSlam or whatever coming up. We're gonna talk about all that or whatever. We're gonna get that situated. Also, still got something special in the works coming for you guys. Gonna reveal that later on, later, later on when it drops. Um, I feel like they're probably going to drop the NXT belts or whatever. Like, I feel like they're already over on Raw. It's crazy as that sounds. Yeah, and they haven't even been in the ring yet. (laughs) Right. Which I don't know is evidence of how to get something over. I feel like maybe they'll keep that 
in mind going forward. Right. But yeah, I think they'll drop the belt and uh, take over. More likely than not. Probably to, the, probably to Bobby Fish and um, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we'll talk later on, but I think we're getting all undisputed with all the belts, crazy as it sounds. And even with the detriment of Rick, of Velveteen, but God bless. Later on, um, yeah. yeah, they had a st- they had a segment backstage with um, you know they, they, that was happening, and then Seth Rollins comes back or whatever, and they did a group burn it down. Which um, <laughs> Seth Rollins has been really cringe lately, bro. I I agree wholeheartedly. Very unfortunate. Like people have just been like, "Yo, he's got to get his foot out of his ass or whatever." Like, and we're like, "Is, is this like, are you are you supposed to be a baby face? Are you a heel? Like, if you're a heel, this makes sense. But like, you're supposed right. to be the whitest of white meat. Ba- I mean, it, it, I mean, later on, we understand. Okay, yeah, he's still a white meat baby face, or not white meat, but he's still a baby face. But right. just how he's acting in certain shit is like it's really rubbing. Not necessarily WWE, of course. I feel like it's all stick, but it's really rubbing the wrestling community the wrong way lately. Yeah, that's especially obvious on Twitter and whatnot. I told you, him and his girlfriend just need to go ahead and like go heal, like go heal together. Which, uh, yeah, I'm gonna need them to stop reminding us that they're dating. Like, we get it. I mean, well, she didn't get an ambulance this time. Remember, she got an ambulance last time. That's true, but like when. It was Miss Elizabeth and Randy Sanders. They didn't shove that down our throats. And they were married in real life. Right. Married. Exactly. So, you know, maybe maybe tone it back a bit. Someone said, hey, bro, as long as we don't have to fucking get a, like, kayfabe breakup angle. Oh, God. Where she, like, what? She starts dating Baron Corbin or some dumb shit? I, that, just no. Hey, bro, it popped in my head, so you know stranger shit has has thought and has came in Vince's. Unfortunately. Um. Okay, so Alexa Bliss went up against Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch. It was actually a pretty good match, too. Yep. I quite enjoyed it. By this point, I had turned on because it was within the last hour or whatever. So I'm watching this or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And um, shout out homegirl I was with or whatever. She was like, oh, is Alexa really hurt? And I'm like, no, she just, she's faking. She's, she does this all the time. And I was just like, see, I'm like, <laughs> see, it's it's so fake. It's so fake. But you really thought it was real though, right? That's why right. I, I love, I love certain shit. So I'm like, no, I, I, mean, I was like, like Corey Grace said, she's just a very good actress. She really is though. But yeah, she she got she hurt her ankle, quote unquote, and then we got a match between um Becky and Nikki, which was a little bit too short for me, which I mean, but I, I feel like if we already had the Alexa match that was going on, uh, understandable. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not mad at it. Um right. and especially after the shit we got after this or whatever, I'm not mad at it at all cuz we needed all the time in the world for shit coming up next. Um yeah, um what about what was that move that Becky hit to beating um Nikki? What did they call that joint? Um It was a move I hadn't seen before and they called it a name and I was like, okay, I kinda dug that. I don't remember what it, yeah, I don't remember what they called it, but yeah. I liked it though. Yeah. Cause it I didn't know she good. had a move I didn't know she had a move outside of, you know. 
No, yeah, I like when they introduce uh, new moves, so you know, keep it fresh and whatnot. Right. But yeah, so that happened. Um, she beat Nikki, and then by that point, Alexa runs in. They both attack her. Um, Natty runs out, and we're like, "Oh shit, Natty! What in the world?" But um, Natty, um, to return the favor that Becky did to her earlier, gets her in the sharpshooter. Um, Becky, right by the ropes, didn't grab the ropes at all. Which I mean, it's not an official match, so they ain't doing shit, you know. So I'm glad she didn't, you know, do anything that crazy. Right. Um. So yeah, she. That, I, I, I like that or whatever. So she runs through the back. And was that Charlie Caruso that interviewed her right then? I can't remember. I think so, yeah. Okay, makes makes sense, right? right. So um, we're going to say just say Charlie. Charlie interviews um, Natty and everything. The promo wasn't terrible, but she's like, I might challenge her to a submission match at SummerSlam, but I don't know because, you know, she's not going to accept that. She's not man enough. So I text, I text you, and I'm like, is this a submission match? And you're like, I don't fucking know, but it should be. And we're like, I'm like, agreed. So right there, bro, the first thing popped in my head, and I know it's popping in your head too. A submission match. WrestleMania 13. Turn Becky heel. She fucking yes. gets Natty in the she gets Natty in the arm bar. She's not releasing or whatever. She's not releasing. They they have to drag her off of her, and then she beats Natty's ass some more or whatever. Yes, absolutely. You have the perfect opportunity to turn her heel. She's gonna retain the belt and then turn her heel. Like, I tell me you see, couldn't yes. see it. It like that works like every time. Stone Cold. Yeah. Fact, f- f- facts. And I mean, Natty's already technically a face or whatever, but as long as Becky goes heel right here, I'm not mad. Right. She's already pretty much doing heel shit. I mean, if, if you ask me, it's clearly the correct decision to make here. Right now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But we'll see. I like the whole segment though. I'm not gonna front. I don't know if it's oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, the writers or what's up, whatever's going on, but they've actually made me care about a natty match. Right. That, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Since since they had since they pushed the death of her father on her on us. Oh, of course we, yeah. we felt bad for her then. They put fucking um um <laughs> they put the anvil on a fucking table. <laughs> Still think she should have gone through that table, but whatever. <laughs> Bro, I remember watching. I said she's not gonna go through the fucking table of her dead father. No, should have, but no. <laughs> that would have got. Ruby I would have done it. it. Yeah, it would have got. Would have got the whole riot squad over. Yeah, exactly. instead they got squashed. Exactly. But what do the fans know, right? We're all just we all just fantasy book. Ooh. <laughs> Um, after this, Maria's doing a photo shoot with her new 24-7 title, and Braun Strowman is just in the background. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) What'd you think about that? I'm intrigued to see where it goes moving forward. I heard, and I think we talked about this, Heyman is looking at Braun and saying, ooh, I have my monster. I mean, he wouldn't be the first one to say that. Maybe he'll use him right this time, though. Right? She's like, what are you going to do? I'm pregnant. He's like, 
<laughs> and then didn't she and, and she didn't exactly say it, but didn't she say like, mm, you know, you could throw me around some or whatever? Is Braun the baby daddy? That would be something. Would Alexa be salty? For you guys that don't know, Alexa Bliss only follows like three people on Twitter. And I think one is WWE and the second one is like Braun Strowman. Yeah. Suppose we'll find out. Right. Down to the last two things, man. We had a match between Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler. Seth is defending the honor of um, WWE legend Shawn Michaels. NXT's NXT's granddaddy, is what, or as I'm calling him, or daddy, as I'm calling him, you know. Accurate. Or, or no, no, he's he's NXT's uncle because um, Tri- Trips is the daddy. He's the uncle. He's the cool uncle. Yeah, yeah. They're having a good match because I mean, of course, they're two good wrestlers. Um, and we've seen, even though we've seen the match a thousand times, and we we literally saw it like what eighteen times last year. It's never bad. <laughs> no, I'm never, I'm never mad because it's never bad. They're two amazing workers, two great wrestlers. I can't remember did did Seth win? Like, did he win before the interruption happened? I can't remember. I don't remember. Pretty much, they're, they're having a great match. Brock, oh, I think he was about to win. Brock Lesnar's music hits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Seth, I don't think was about to run away, but he's about to like go charge at him. Dolph grabs his leg. Seth, I mean, damn Seth. Braun puts on a beat down, like beating the hell out of him. One F five, two F five, F five off the damn um, what is it, turnbuckle? Yes, on the outside. That be would that be a super F five, an F six perhaps? F six. <laughs> um. Um, he threw him into the 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 padding or whatever. Gets back in the ring with a chair. F five was him on the chair. Was it twice or three times? I think it was three times. Jesus Christ! But the real question is, was the chair gimmicked? Bro, when you say something, I about passed out. <laughs> <laughs> was it a gimmick chair? The world will never know. I mean, just to beat down, man. Like Seth's bloody, like well, not bloody. His mouth's bloodied up at this point or whatever. Um, paramedics come out there and get him on a stretcher. Yeah, From this was, point, I was just want to say I was actually interested in something Brock Lesnar did for the first time in like three or four years. That's what so, I was gonna know. say. Like to quote earlier, this is what I was gonna say. Was this Paul Heyman? Was was this Paul Heyman's fingerprints all over this? I think so. If it's I mean, so, it if so, I loved it. I thought this was incredible. Absolutely. Like I was like, I'm I know we were going back and forth on the text, like, yo, this nigga's out here committing straight murder. Like, what is this gonna be? Is this an unsanctioned match? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is happening right now? Like, but we loved every second of it. From there, um, we go to the back. The ambulance is going through and everything. Um, I forgot who starts attacking Roman. I can't remember. 
was it Drew? Somebody? Um, was it was Drew and the OC, right? Well, yeah, I was gonna say the OC were attacking the Usos. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, and then because yeah, so it was Drew because uh, yeah, then Samoa Joe, not Joe. Well, well, well Samoa Joe's coming Samoa out later. He was outside later. Yeah, he, he was he was at the ring yeah. later. Before we get to the ring, that's right. Yeah, Seth Rollins is in the back of the ambulance. Literally about to drive off. The dude hits the ambulance twice, you know. Like, go ahead and drive off or whatever. Braun, I mean, not Braun, Brock somehow fucking instant transmission in front of the fucking <laughs> truck and stopped the shit, told the niggas to get out the shit, opens up the back doors, pulls Seth out the fucking shit on the, on, out of the truck in the stretcher, <laughs> beats him down some more. And then, like I told old girl or whatever, I said, y'all want to say this shit's fake? This ain't fake. Gives him an F5 on the damn um, stretcher. Yeah, that was... That was rough. I mean... To say the least. <laughs> he better not... like Somebody said the best. He better not be on Raw this week. We know it's the go-home show, but he better, he better right, not show yeah. up until SummerSlam. There's no way we can. Only All statement right. we better get from him better be like in the hospital or he's in the back with like taped up ribs. Yeah, he should not be in in the arena. I mean, they did say on was it SmackDown where he SmackDown, yeah, he said he told them not giving up of his condition or whatever. Right. I thought that was interesting. They don't. Uh, I don't think I've seen them do anything like that before. The only thing about that segment, and I'm not going to say bad, the only thing about that segment, though, we know for sure he's staying a face now. You can't do that and have him be a heel. Yeah, that is true. We're going to talk about... What's up? I don't think Brock's going to lose anyway, so... I am so torn, dude. I don't know what to think. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't be too surprised, I guess, but... I'm not expecting it. Right. Not this time. I'm kind of torn. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. But, I mean, I have faith in Paul Heyman, so I'm willing to accept it for now. Because I feel like it would make sense because you got the title back on Brock, and you keep it on Brock all the way through the Fox deal in October. And then in November, when um, Survivor Series comes around, Whoever, if Kofi's not the champ or whatever, what we got a possibility of Kofi versus Brock, mm. which would be hell of interesting. Also, last note before yeah. we get off this and get to the last part, I heard someone say, and it was kind of like a little bit of criticism, but we'll see how it goes. They said, you know, Daniel Bryan last year at Survivor Series had a good match with Brock or whatever. Remember, it confused the fuck out of us at first. You were pissed off, but it ended up being a good match. Right. Royal, yeah. Royal Rumble, Finn Balor. It, it kind of it was same shit or whatever, but he had a good match with Brock. It's kind of like a little formula. You give him a smaller dude or whatever, he kind of gets the shit beat out of him or whatever, but then they kind of get the upper hand, but he still wins. They said if Seth can't get that same that energy true. out of Brock, what is it saying about Seth? Because you're supposed to be the best. You're, you're supposed to be the best in your eyes. And we've seen DB and Finn make Brock, well, not even say make Brock, but like they've had good matches with him. So it, it, we've seen it can actually happen. That is true. It's other than I mean, it's other Roman Reigns had like two good matches with him, bro. We have we have talked about this. We we not even hot take or whatever. We we are here with Roman Reigns. We think he's a oh, good yeah. wrestler, without a doubt. 
I feel like he only gets the hate because of like how he's booked or whatever, but how is that anyone's fault? I mean, it's not his fault, that's for sure. See, it's it's not his fault. I'm I'm good with him being the guy. I'm not upset with it at all. And honestly, from this is just of course I don't we don't know anything speculation. But I remember I remember telling Corey this shit about um the one dude I listened to, Cass, who used to work for WWE and he was a writer for a little bit and he was like just He's like Roman was just a good dude, man. Like he was like he remembers talking to him one day, or whatever. And Roman oh, just saw I bet himself Roman's as like the nicest dude ever. Yeah, they yeah, said he was I, like that surprised me in the least. Bit. Yeah, they were saying he was pretty much was just like you know it's yo yeah I'm booked this way, but like it's it's all of us, dude. This is a this is the company. Like he's he's really a company right. guy. He like you know. I'm sure if they told Roman the I don't know whatever, he would just be like yeah okay man whatever you know if that's what you want me to do, that's what I'm gonna do. Kind of same shit we hear about Undertaker or whatever, like, you know. Right. Under- yeah. Undertaker doesn't want to be the person he is. Uh, he would get everyone the over. epitome of the company guy. I mean, <laughs> he wanted the streak to end in, like, 04. Actually, I think he wanted to end in 02 to Kurt Angle, if I'm not mistaken. See, wouldn't, have been, wouldn't have been mad at Kurt Angle, wouldn't have been mad at Edge, wouldn't have been mad at Randy Orton. All three in pick by Undertaker, but no. I mean, at this point yeah. in life, I'm not mad at. I wouldn't been mad if Roman ended it either. I mean, I'm not mad. It's just still lame, though. But yeah, I mean, if it was already a thing or whatever, but yeah, I uh, the end of Raw, man. Um, it was a um, what, what was it called? A Samoan what? Samoan Summit, bruh. Did you watch Up and Downs? This fool Simon said, yeah, how about I'm going to do something? I'm going to call it the Caucasian Corner. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, son, I was crying. (sighs) The Samoan Summit, where AKA Samoa Joe came out there and was like, Roman Reigns, come out here, I'm going to kick your ass. And I'm like, okay. And they come out there. Classic Samoa Joe. If he wasn't a fucking jobber, but I mean, ugh. Run out there, they start the brawl. Next thing we know, Drew McIntyre go out, you know, brawling and everything. Fate heels got the upper hand. Cedric Alexander runs out. You know, they're going through their little thing, which I hope is actually a match. I hope that's a match. Yeah, I don't even get. I don't think they could put Drew. Well, not can. I don't think they'll put Drew on a pre-show. But if that's a match, and I don't expect Cedric Alexander to win. But the fact he can even get the push and just even be on SummerSlam, I would right. love that. I think it'd be I think it'd be an interesting match at the very least, if nothing else. Also, too, like I'm pretty sure that was like Heyman or whatever. Also, but shout out to Drew, man, because like big or small, he he uh, he just he he works great, man. Absolutely. Like they are just yeah, um, the OC and the Usos also go out there to help everybody. So we got all the faces, all the heels, and everything. We're fighting all over everywhere. Let's say we know Cedric Alexander is literally like I don't know how fucking high up he was, but I feel like this was old school SmackDown. This nigga would like you remember the video game and shit. He would have jumped off the fist. <laughs> yes. He most certainly would have. That he was super up here. It just jumps on every, jumps on like everybody, and the faces get the upper hand, and that's how we end Raw. 
I thought this segment was amazing. I liked it. I thought it was a really good way to end the show, quite frankly. I, I was hyped up and was like, it's 11 o'clock. I need to calm my ass down. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought that was a great end in the Raw, man. You know, we got one more week of Raw before SummerSlam. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to SummerSlam. I think it'll be a very, uh, very good pay-per-view, quite frankly. Dude, I'm telling you, we're, we're going to talk about this now, but of course, just later too. Um, I'm going to have to catch up on NXT or whatever because I feel like we're going to we're going to we're going to have so much to get on next week as far as SummerSlam. Um, I'll take what is it? Take over Toronto. Yeah, all this shit or whatever. So I'm going to have to catch up on my NXT, man. Yeah, I'm like um, I think I'm like three weeks behind. Oh, okay. I, was, I think you're still ahead of me though. Hmm. Smack smack a down. Uh, first first thing. Um, did you hear that it got rewritten twice? I did not hear that. Apparently, Vince McMahon came in there and said this is bollocks and rewrote it twice. Like it literally was like right before this show was about to air. Hmm. He finished already. Already stepping all over Eric Bischoff. I see. Yep. Interesting. Yep, yep, yep. It's crazy, man. Uh, first thing, the best in the world, Shane McMahon, wasn't there, but he said he's going to be at SummerSlam. He's gonna Thank keep... God he wasn't there. Oh, my dude. I don't know why he wasn't there. I don't know what was happening, but th- I, I also thought, thank you, Jesus. Right. I'm so over Shane. Like, I, like when I say I've never have, like, I, you know, I fuck with KO, heel and face. Oh, yeah. I want him to dra- drag the shit out of Shane. And I know Shane's going to cheat. It's going to be some type of way. He's going to cheat or whatever. Because Shane McMahon by himself should not be beating up on Kevin Owens. That's just, I mean, come on now. No. Kayfabe or not. Like, Jesus. I mean, come on now. Let's be real. Right, exactly. But, yeah, Kayfabe or not should not be happening. Um, KO went out there and cut a promo. Talked about how, you know, again, how he's going to kick. <laughs> he's going to kick. Um... Shaming man's ass all over Toronto. Um, have you thought about or heard about or just any thoughts about the fact that this is? Let me see. Stone Kevin, Steve Owens, versus um a McMahon, twenty nineteen edition. I've put some thought into that. Yes. Besides looking at the nostalgia of that, you know, McMahon versus like kind of like you know, like badass face or whatever, right? Um, I like it. I don't, I I'm do, not one yeah. of the people that's upset about him doing the stunner because no, I feel like I, I, I feel bad. like people are like, yo, people hit moves all the time and shit. You know, why is this any different or whatever? And it's like, well, why is he right. doing the stunner? Like, it's just that move is so synonymous. I mean, John Cena does a freaking springboard stunner, so I mean. You know, see, like, I like, I don't like the whole argument of oh, it's a stunner, but like, because I mean, I haven't been mad at people with the argument of I like his other finisher better because the pop up power bomb is amazing. Yes, it is very true. Like, I think that's my only thing about it is like the pop the pop up power bomb is really dope. Like, why go away from that? Yeah, I do hope he brings it back at some point, but we'll see. I guess I think. 
Elias and Shane are going to get stunnered. And then Shane's going to be off TV for a while. Hopefully with the love of God. If, if God loves us. <laughs> God. I guess we'll find out after Sunday. I think, so, yeah. I think it should it's be an I quit match. but that's probably Right. It's like, is it an I quit match or is it just if Sammy loses, he quits? Because like, what the like? What are these half-ass matches? Right, yeah. I mean, I think a I quit match would be really good. Well, if they did it right anyway. Um, what if Shane does some shit where like he goes and gets the audio from from KO quitting and pulls um pulls an a la Brock over um mankind? That is uh literally exactly what I was thinking. Bro. That would I'd actually be okay with it. It wouldn't it would it would make some amount of sense. Bro, this is off topic or whatever. I am sending you a DM right now of something I just saw on Twitter. I am so excited about. Okay. I think I know all those songs, and I am excited, regardless. <laughs> For you guys that don't know, um, Drake is dropping a compilation of his old tracks and calling it Care Package, which is supposed to be releasing on Friday. And as someone who is the biggest Drake fan ever, and Corey is hit or miss with him, I am. Because all the songs he picked, I love all of them, I think. But that's a side note. Back to wrestling. <laughs> oh, God. I just got hype. <laughs> Holy shit, nigga. Um, yeah, um, KO's cutting a promo about Shane, and then him and Drew had a match. Um, this match was dope. <laughs> I mean, shit, what else can I say, bro? This match was dope. Yeah, it was pretty good. Like, like, like we said, no shockers here. Two good workers, two good wrestlers. Like no shock at all, but yeah, yeah, I'm not at all surprised. KO won clean too. I like that. Yeah, that was good. I'm glad they uh, decided to do to do it that way. Yep, KO won clean. Um, then we got a promo from Dolph Ziggler, and pretty much we are getting Dolph and. Miz at SummerSlam and not Dolph and Shawn Michaels, thank God. Oh, right. I, I, I love Dolph Ziggler. He's a good worker, but I don't want to see Shawn Michaels wrestling in 2019, man. Nope. I don't want to see it. You're doing such a good job at NXT. You and Trips. Just leave it alone, bro. Let, 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 Adam, Cole, let Adam Cole be the new you. Just let it be. I Yeah, I agree. The the later you, we don't need him being early nineties you. I don't need him being a dick. Pause. <laughs> I heard about some of that shit, bro. I, I forgot what the fuck randomly popped up on my YouTube the other day, or whatever. But like, it was a lot of shit. Shane, uh, not Shane, but Sean was doing whenever he was like just a uber dick in the nineties or whatever. And I was like, God, I can see why people was ready to kick Sean's ass. Yeah, it was some messed up stuff, man. He. He had some issues. What did you tell me that one time you were like, dude, if he doesn't leave, does he like not die, but you were like, 
does he retire like he doesn't last as long as he did if he never takes that break? Oh, he definitely wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, after this, we got okay. So I'm I have so many questions about this or so whatever because I actually don't want this to happen personally, but we got Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Bailey, SmackDown Women's Champion, and Ember Moon. Ember and Bailey have to put their like whatever aside, you know, to team up against Nikki and Alexa. Um Ember Moon, your number one contender, got pinned by Alexa Bliss. Now, y'all know I am the biggest Alexa fan, but people are talking about her possibly jumping in this match and it being a, a triple threat. I don't even want that as an Alexa fan. No, I think this shit needs to, not. Yeah, exactly. Like this is me being uh, like bias aside everything or whatever. I don't even want that. I need Ember and Bailey straight up head to head. Cause when they didn't throw Charlotte in this shit, don't fuck around and throw Alexa in this shit now. You know what I'm saying? Right. I agree completely with that. I, but I but but and then and this is not me agreeing, but like at the same time too, and this is also a question to you, bro. What in the fuck did Ember Moon lose yesterday for? I yeah. I was thinking the same thing. That was Afterwards, she called a belly a Bailey to belly, which was like, okay, yeah, you know, payback for what happened to her. But still, though, what the fuck is the number one contender losing for? Right. Like, I just want Ember and I want Bailey in a good ass match because, I mean, you you answer me this: Did we ever get that at NXT? I don't think so. Not that I can recall. Because what what I'm thinking is. Bailey, she had that belt and she lost it to Oscar. Oscar went through her little shit with Ember, but Bailey was already back on. She was on the main roster by that point, correct? I'm fairly certain. Too. Right. I so I don't Oscar think we've. Match. I think they had like two or three. Yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah. But I don't think we've had Ember Bailey, but they can both fucking go. Oh, and yeah. that's and that's what I want to see. So. Also, kind of like with Natty and Becky, they're making this work. We have four, think about it, we have four faces going up against each other as far as the women's, like the women's division for the titles, and it's interesting. That is super rare. There is, like, I mean, that is super rare. It's like, yo, you cool? I'm I'm not a heel. We're both good guys, but when it comes to that belt, I'll beat your ass. And I love it. <laughs> right. I love it, bro. They're doing like they're doing a good job at this shit. Um I can't remember when it happened, but Alistair Black is back in his dark room and he's daring anyone to challenge him. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love the, the ferocity. He like is pissed off that no one wants to fight him. <laughs> Even though someone was like, You're in a dark room, sir. Like, come out and fight. You know what I'm saying? Right. He issued another one of his challenges, which was answered by Sami Zayn. Okay, bro. Before I ask, before I ask you these questions, found out about this was super hype. I want to know your initial reaction when you found out, and then what do you think about the match? And also, someone said it best. They're like, I love the fact that like they're not trying to give Alice like Alistair's on his solo shit now that him and Ricochet are not a tag team anymore, and they're just pretty much putting him there. He's 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 getting pushed. But they're putting him against guys who can fucking go. 
Now talk about it. Go ahead. I didn't want to say go again. Good Lord. <laughs> I, uh, I'm actually excited. I think him and Sammy will be a very good match, quite frankly. Yes. And if it's not, then it's not their fault because someone else is doing something wrong at that point. I but think it should be extremely is... entertaining. Fact. I agree. I think it's going to be dope. Like, I'm excited. I cannot wait. I think that's going to be one of those matches or whatever. Like, yo, potential to be match of the night. Both of these guys can go. We already pretty much know Sammy's going to lose, but never say never. We've seen Stranger Things. But the way Sammy's True. being the way Sammy's being treated lately, there's no way he wins this shit. But at the same time, whatever. Yeah. Even though we already know the results, going to be a great-ass match. Yeah, absolutely. Whoever the hell decided that, Bischoff or whoever booked it, I'm, hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Kind of like whenever, like, everyone, like, I think me and you were, like, the only people I noticed or whatever, or kind of just whatever, that were excited about Cesaro and Alistair last time. And we're like, what do you mean? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure we were the only two people who were looking forward to that. Which, I don't know why. Cesaro's good. Really good. So... But we'll see. I also hope Zara gets more opportunities moving forward. I like the fact he was in that gauntlet. Yeah, it was. I liked that a lot. Like we we knew he had no chance of winning, but like you know, still. Yeah. Um, I hope he gets a singles title at some point, though. Right. Especially, too, because we don't know if Sheamus is retired or just hurt. Um, randomly, I'm going to see if I can find it or see if you can find it. Have you seen the picture with um, Sheamus, who is not the sm- is not a small dude. Sheamus, about 6'4", 260, 270, in between heavy machinery. And he looks like a child. I have not seen that. That is hilarious. Look that up when you get the chance, bro. I laughed. Um, next thing we got, it keeps taking me to the beginning of my notes every time I get off of this. Good lord, there we go. Um, next we got another Brian, um, Brian Danielson, another Daniel Brian Tease, <laughs> where he has a big secret for us, but he won't tell us. And I'm telling you, you're gonna be pissed off when he goes to um, when he goes to 205 Live. Yeah, if that's what happens, I'm going to be very upset, especially now that it's taking this long. Also, yes. Honestly, at this point, even if it's not the 205 Live shit, next week, how about we do the same shit, right? He doesn't tell us what's going on, and then he just does something just dastardly heelish at fucking SummerSlam. Right. Like, what if he It'd screws... Good. Like, what if he screws over, like, Kofi or some shit? I don't know. Which I don't know if they're going back to that angle, but still, though, I don't know. I don't know. It was first thing popular. Yeah. I mean, it would be interesting. Well, if, again, if they did it right. Yeah. If they, hello. Hello. Come on now. Which is always the one thing they never seem to get right. Preach it, Preach it again now, bro. Come on. Woo. But, you know, <coughs> whatever. After this, uh, we were in Memphis. So, of course, we got to bring Jerry the King Lawler out. Legend. Right, and anytime we can get Jerry talking and not d- d- discussing puppies, um, you know it's a good time. 
And we had a King's Court where the special guest was the amazingly still got a beautiful my childhood dreams, Trish Stratus. And we this has already been confirmed, and we had already kind of known last week, but as soon as it had been confirmed, confirmed, we're like, oh shit. So we're actually getting this Charlotte match. Charlotte went out there, shit talked her. Trish was like, bitch. And we are getting that match at SummerSlam. Corey texted me, guys, and said, this was the feud I didn't know I wanted. But I'm excited now. And I said, same flame emoji. Um, thumbs thumbs up. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I'm excited about this. Like, um, two things here. I feel like Trish is going to win because it's Canada and it's Toronto especially. But at the same time, because it's like Charlotte can lose and it's not going to mean anything. Right, but now, 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 call me crazy, all right, bro. So this popped in my head, all right. Call me crazy. <laughs> Charlotte wins, but in like a cheating way to beat Trish, all right. Now let's mm-hmm. say we it hasn't been confirmed yet, but let's say we're getting Evolution again this year, right? You know the All Women's Pay Per View. Yeah, which. I assume they will do, but I, I hope so. But have you heard about the possibilities about an all women's SmackDown? Because um, apparently, when they go over to Saudi, clearly the women can't go. So they were like, "Shit, we're just going to shoot SmackDown while all the men are over there." That would also be an interesting choice. I would dig that. But, yeah. Okay, now call me crazy if they're good if they're doing Evolution, right? Mm-hmm. It's. Okay, that's in like let me see. Summer Slam's like another Sunday or whatever. So this is August. When was um Evolution last year? October. Yes. Okay, let's say they do it October again, like right before Summer Slam or whenever. So before, I mean, it's not Summer Slam, but Survivor Series. I think they can hold this over until what? Whenever October is, she beats Trish Dirty or whatever, and then like she's like shitting on Legends or whatever. We either get like. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Excuse me. We get blah, 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 or something like this or whatever. But somehow Lita gets into this. And then, now, I don't know if Charlotte is like, oh, okay, I'll go find a partner or whatever, too. But, like, Trish and Lita team up. And, like, Charlotte's on her, like, oh, you legends are old and washed. I can kick both your asses or whatever. And she has a good match against both of them. She can lead the match against both of them. But then the Legends end up beating her at Evolution or whatever. In like a 2-1 right. handicap match. Now, I'm not trying to fancy book, but tell me that's not that, that's not terrible. Nah, I think it's a pretty good idea. Quite frankly, I, mean, I think it'd be I'm, really I'm good. I'm not. Right. Like, we, we saw Evolution last year or whatever, which Alexa got hurt, so she couldn't really compete. But Trish can still go. Lita was doing shit back when that shit wasn't even cool yet. <laughs> right. And Charlotte's the best, I mean... Look, we say best women's wrestler in the world. She might be top five just wrestlers in the world. She's definitely up there. Charlotte's incredible. And we, and we we both agree she can play face, but this heel character, like, it, it's like her dad. She Like, the same way yes. Rick was, she's way better as a fucking heel. It's, oh yeah, my god. I mean, yeah, she was born <laughs> to be a heel. Bruh, like, that, that whole queen persona for a reason. I mean, so, it just worked perfectly for her. So yeah, call me crazy, but I feel like that could. I mean, I wouldn't be upset with that. I don't. I don't know how they're gonna do it. it, it even if it's a, even if it is a one off or whatever, 
But I, if it's not gonna be a one off, Trish loses. But if it is a one off, Trish win. Trish is winning. And yeah, that does, that does nothing for Charlotte because that's a legend. It's gonna get the pop, and right. you know what I'm saying. But either way, happy about that match. Didn't understand. It didn't even know we wanted the feud. But yeah, I'm digging it, bro. Next, we got a Firefly Funhouse. Where was it? Was it Ramblin' Rabbit? I think so. He was the one that said he was a fan of Finn Balor. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the Fiend was like, "Oh yeah, we're not we're not doing that, bro. Pretty much just in you know demonic ways." <laughs> uh, after this, we got a match between Dolph and Finn. Good matches it was, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Two great workers, great wrestlers. I mean, come on, we've been saying it all day. Finn looked like he was pretty much about to win before we get a little Firefly Funhouse thing come in or whatever. Now, was the was the Fiend in the ring or was he just was he just playing with the TV and shit? I mean, the uh, monitor. Um, he just with the monitor, wasn't it? I think. I think it was just the monitor, but Finn got distracted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then was, yeah. Dolph hit a zigzag. Am I correct? Yes, I believe so. And beat Finn, which I I know we're going to talk about it more whenever we do the full SummerSlam review or right. preview. But, bro. Do we not just agree or whatever? I don't even want, like, okay, I don't. Are, are we gonna have interest music for the fiend, or are we just gonna fucking blink? He's gonna be in the damn ring, like, yo, what's good? What's popping? Match <laughs> over. A part of me I wants mind him, that. A, right. I'll tell you, a part of me doesn't mind him like wrestling, but other part of me is like, I don't think that shit should be longer than fifteen seconds. It definitely I, shouldn't be too long. Yeah, I think Finn's little entrance should be longer than the match. Yes. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, like I'm not trying to disrespect Finn or whatever, but like, yo, I, I, I the fiend, the fiend needs to go in there and just wreck shit, right? I mean, the fiend could quite easily be like the next big thing. So, is this our hill version of Undertaker? Could be. See, I definitely wouldn't be mad about it. I'm going to just say that. Yeah. Definitely not going to be mad about it. Um, but we'll see how it goes. I feel like we're, we're both excited for this. Okay, the next thing that happened, I don't necessarily know how to feel about it because I feel like, uh, you know, it's not, uh, whatever. But Ali beat Shinsuke, the Intercontinental Champion, clean. In a non-title yeah. match. Right. We already knew, well, Ali was in a match. This is a little hark back to Saturday. They had the little house show in Nashville called Smackville where Finn Balor was actually in the hospital, which he sent, he, 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 he had the pictures or whatever. He was hurt. And Ali went out and had a good match, apparently, with um, Shinsuke. He lost, but, you know, he wins this week on SmackDown in a non-title match. Where is this going? Because I don't want to see. I mean, like I said, I don't want. It's not. I don't want to see it. But I'm just like, 
I don't think they're taking that belt off Shinsuke this quick, but I could definitely be wrong. We've seen crazier things, but at the same time, even if they do, okay, you give Ali the IC belt. Is every champion on that show a face? Bailey, Kofi, New Day, and Ali? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Huh. And I'm, I don't, I'm not saying, oh my God, someone has to get healed in there. Like, I'm not saying it, but it's just like, when, when, right. you, when you kind of think about the gist of it, it's like, huh, you know? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's just, I'm, and I'm not even one of the guys or whatever super tropes. Like, me and Corey argue about this sometimes or whatever. Like, the baby face doesn't always have to be chasing the heel, or, you know, the baby face can go up against another baby face, you know, or heel can go against another heel. I mean, yeah, I'm, it doesn't always have to be baby face against heel. No, definitely not. I've been saying that for a while. I mean, that's what a lot of other companies do. They don't always do just heel versus face. Sometimes it just works better if you don't do it that way. Right. I mean, like I said, if, if but if it is a match at SummerSlam, I'm not going to be upset about it. No. Definitely wouldn't be upset, but I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, after this, we got inside the mind of the Viper, Randy Orton. What do you think about this? It was interesting. I uh, I didn't mind it actually. I enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was a nice approach to uh, for them to take. I enjoyed it. We pretty much got the whole thing with him and Kofi and all this, which, okay, two two different things. And I think we agree on this. You tell me if I'm right or right or, for, right or wrong, which I know, like I said, not getting too much into SummerSlam. We're going to do that. But you, you guys have the same thoughts as we have. I think Kofi's going over. But if Kofi doesn't go over, I don't think anyone will be mad either. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. We, we wouldn't be mad, upset. but at the same time, I don't no. think you do the revisit this after ten years and have Kofi lose again. No, no, I don't think you do that either. And that's I feel why like that we kind of defeats the purpose. Right, right. And that's why we think okay, Kofi has this. Like honestly, we don't right. know who's going to beat Kofi, but like I feel like it's kind of like we kept saying or whatever until like like with Brock. Until it happens, we don't really believe it. Yeah, exactly. Also, too, this is a side note, and we're not going to go too long on this or whatever, but I was listening to First Black Champ. Shout out to them. And they were talking about, is Kofi the best black champion we've had? And they was like, as sad as it sounds, it's got to be by far. They said, what's the next closest thing we got? Like Booker T with the WCW belt? Yeah. Maybe Harlem Heat, but I mean, they was like the New Day did the, they same shit with that too. But they was like, we talking about just straight individual black champions with belts. They was like, what's the closest thing we've had besides this Kofi Frank right now? I mean, I guess technically The Rock, but again, they always treated him more like he was Moen. Moen, right? So, man, so definitely Kofi, yeah. And that was just a quick little throw out there, or whatever. But, hey, man, Kofi's been doing his thing or whatever. 
It's definitely going to be a good match with RKO. Ready for that? Um, yes. We, then we got a match between Kofi and AJ Styles, which at first, you know, Card, J, Card, Card always subject to change, was supposed to be a three-on-three match between the OC and the New Day. But it ended up just becoming a Kofi and AJ singles match. What do you think about this, like, possibility yeah. of a faction war? I've with all the straps. I've wanted something like that for a while now. I think that would be really good. That's what I hope they do when, um, ever they eventually call up Undisputed Era. Right. It gives you kind of '90s vibe of like, you know, Nation of Domination, DX, um. Heart Foundation. Yeah. Type. Oh, excuse me. Right. Type vibes. But Which, if there's one part of the Attitude Era I'd bring back, it's the factions. Because they definitely had some really good ones back then. I, well, Kofi won. I like the fact Kofi won. Um, if AJ would have won, I wouldn't have been mad either. Right. But just a heads up, I might cut out. Uh, it's raining over here, and sometimes it messes up the Wi-Fi. So, okay, yeah, we'll we're it. good for right now. So, I got you, bro. That, and then we almost at the very, we almost at the end. Um, that, and then shit. I'm gonna have yeah. you back in what a week? Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, cannot wait for that. Yeah, bro. that should work. Also, me and Corey are hyped because we have Comic-Con coming up this week. I've been so stressed out with this work yeah. and everything going on. I have not been able to think <laughs> about it, but I'm so excited for Saturday. We're going to fucking nerd out like we did last year. God bless. <laughs> Super excited. Um, the last thing last thing on SmackDown, um, Roman Reigns is coming out to announce his, was it Challenger or whatever, or SummerSlam? And yeah. someone tried to yeah. kill him. A bunch of shit fell on him or whatever. Caleb Braxton screamed, and Roman just gets up and just shrugs everyone off like shit didn't happen. Um, yeah, that was... Oh. I, I don't even know. I, that was... I heard that was I, some bitch off shit. Insane. Oh, that doesn't surprise me in the least. That's 100% something he would do. I mean, it wasn't like Bad. It was just like, what's going on? I, I mean, I don't know how I feel about the shrug off. I'm like, bro, anything but the shrug off. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, like if they're going to do that, they got to maybe sell it a bit more. Right. Like, I mean, he did have whatever that stuff is fall right on top of him. Right. I mean, bro, like, come on now. That was so the internet did its its research and all this internet, you know, like they always do. And they said if you go back and look at certain shit, you can see um Buddy Murphy walking away from the scene of the crime. Now, I don't think Buddy Murphy is the interesting. Opponent, but question no. if Buddy Murphy is the you're not even entertaining it? I, I, there's no way. I mean, I guess Bishop does 
like little guys. I mean, he did basically invent the cruiserweight division. But I don't see Vince approving that. That, look, that is a fact. Like that's what I was gonna say too. Like I don't, I don't think so. But someone said it best. They were like, "Dude, if if Roman's already putting over guys like, like we are, we know he wouldn't be Roman. We know he wouldn't. Like I can imagine Vince being like, wait, you're putting no, who yeah. against my, you you're putting who against my guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how he feels about Roman. Come on now. He'd be like, Buddy Murphy, is he six foot five? No, yeah. then he's losing. Yeah." But they were saying, like, even though we know Buddy wouldn't have a possibility of even winning at all, the fact that he, like, Roman would be like, oh, yeah, let's get that guy whatever in here. Like, is he not just yeah. the best dude ever already? But I don't see it happening. Right. That would be a good match, but no, it won't happen. I, I mean, I don't even know who to speculate. I'm like, yo, is it, like, one of Shane's lackeys? I'm like, someone was like, maybe it's Drew McIntyre. And I was like, it better not be Drew again. That would be, like, the third time this year, third, fourth time this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I, it, could be an NXT guy. I kind of wanted to be, bruh. I'm mad you said that because somebody said, God knows, I I forgot what I was listening to. They said if this was the '90s, that would have been Keith Lee, and he would have been like, he would have came out as, as the name Forklift. <laughs> yeah, I, I laughed my ass it's off. It's like that. Velveteen, though. It seems like it could be if they do an NXT guy. It seems like it could be Velveteen. Sir, if so, help me God. If that's Velveteen Dream that did that, you want to talk about scream? I'm a. It's gonna be a grown man screaming here. <laughs> like my God, same. I, I'm excited to see who, like, who or what's going on with that. Like, I, I like that. Like, yeah, pretty much. I like that already off this first week over everything, whatever's going on with this whole Daniel Bryan kind of teasing that shit. But we'll see. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, that was SmackDown. This is the best Good. episode of SmackDown in a few months, too. Since the wild card started anyway. Um, have you heard that they're gonna not itch not you know, not not like just kill it off, but they're gonna like pretty much just kill off the wild card, but they're not gonna just announce it, they're just gonna kinda do it. Which I'm like, please. I certainly hope so, yeah. Like they need to. Yeah. Um, other news we got for you guys before you know me and Corey have been waiting to get to the end because we can talk about some other shit that we have not talk talked about really on this podcast. Um, before earlier when I said Bobby Lashley, who is on the shelf or whatever, is going to be out till November. Also, Jeff Hardy is looking to be out until November as well. We haven't really talked about Jeff since he hurt himself, and then we I forgot. Whole, he hurt, actually, we forgot because all we talking about was the DUI. Or oh, DWI, yeah, whatever true. it was. Yeah. Uh, um, AEW Wednesday night dynamite. The first two matches for October second in DC have been announced. You heard about that? Um, I know one of them's Cody versus uh some dude I've heard of him, I don't remember his Sammy name. Sammy Guevara. That's it, yeah. Yeah, Sammy Guevara, however you pronounce it. Guevara, I think it is. <laughs> I saw the other one, but I forgot what it is now. The Elite, a.k.a. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and two mystery guests. First off, who the hell are the mystery guests? Second off, 
Why is Chris Jericho already announced for this so match? Yes, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a three on three match. Interesting. But my thing is, like, if Chris Jericho is in this match, how can how can he be AEW champion? Or my own person thought about that. Why would that Why would that matter? I, I don't know. I just I don't think you would have your champion in a three on three match on like the first ever like. Uh, opening show or TV I show. Guess. I don't know. I mean, I mean I'm not. I'm not gonna say he needs to defend the belt like night one, but like I don't know. It just, it just seemed a little weird yeah. to me. It's like, yo, is this is it? Are you t- are you trying to tell us Hangman's about to be the guy? I mean, Hangman's definitely the guy. I just don't think he should win at first. But yeah, I mean, we'll I told you we, we agree on that. Like, even uh, like hear John Moxley's confirmed. To be on the first episode? Yes, I did. I did. And funny you mentioned him because um we are about to get right into him. Matter of fact, fuck it. No. <laughs> Me and Corey have been going back and forth about um New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax, aka probably the best tournament um wrestling style, or maybe just fucking best tournament in the world. I have not been able to watch any matches. Like I look up some shit or whatever. Corey's watched a couple of them. I'm sure he's about to tell you about in a little bit. While I'm pulling up, um, the yeah, the, I watched the, um, Osprey Okada. I do think this year's G1 might be one of the best ones ever. Maybe. Well, I mean, Okada's probably gonna finish undefeated, which doesn't happen often. I mean, let alone as the champion, and he's probably going to win, which. I think has only happened once before. Yeah, Okada, who is IWGP, won the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Which I, means I, if he wins, he gets to pick his opponent at Wrestle Kingdom. Which I like that stipulation. That's that's crazy to me. Yeah. I think he would pick Naito if I had to make a guess. Him or Tanahashi. But I don't know. So the way it isn't as predictable as WWE, so right. So they got it like the way it's set up or whatever, from what I understand, it's in two different blocks. There's block A and block B. I think a win is two points, a draw is one point, and a loss is zero. One point, yes. Wait, a loss is one point or zero points? I think a loss is zero points, yeah. Okay, yeah, but a draw is one. Got you. So I think if I think if yeah no that's right yeah yeah Okada is the leader of Block A right now he's undefeated six and zero with twelve points followed by yep. Kenta who's four and two with eight points Kota Ibushi also four and two with eight points Tanahashi four and two with eight points Evils three and three with six Lance Arcer yeah I yeah. guess we're gonna go with that. Is two and four with four points. Will Osprey two and four with four points. What do you got to say about that? It's not surprising. They normally, it's, I think, this is his first G one, and they oh, normally okay. don't have guys in their first G one win <clears throat> that often. Sonata, Plus, who's two and four, like, with his four losses points. have been to people like Zack Saber Junior. So like, and, and that throws me off too. Fucking Zack Saber Junior. two and four with four points. Yeah. And then someone named Bad Luck 
fall? Oh, bad luck, uh, Fale, yeah. Fale. Okay. In Bullet Club. He's okay. an OG member of Bullet Club. He's one in five with two points in Block A. Now, Block yeah. B. Okay. You're going to have to help me out with some of these. Um, <laughs> I want to say this is the updated, the updated one or whatever. Pretty sure because me and Corey kind of confirmed before this. John Moxley. Is he still the U.S. champion? I think so. Okay, so John Moxley, you know, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, the IWGP United States champion, his very first G1, he just lost his first match, but is 5-1 and one in, the, in the leader of Block B with 10 points, followed by Juice Robinson, the former, what, C.J. Parkey? Park, Parker? Yes. Yes, the former C.J. Parker, Juice Robinson, 3-3 three and three with 6 points. Tomohiro Ishii. That's it. God, I said that right. Yes. Okay. How's that? That one always kind of throws me off. It's three and three with six points. Okay. I think this is the one you said earlier, but I'm confused. Is it Toro Yano? Toru Yano, yeah. Yeah, Toru He's Yano. He's the one that beat uh, Moxley. Okay. He beat Moxley. He's three and three now with six points. Sinjo Takanagi. Three and three oh, with six Shingo points. Takagi? Yeah. yeah. Okay, there we go. There we go. You got it. I told you are gonna have to help me with this one. Um Tetsuo Naito, three and three with six points. I am shocked. I am so shocked that Naito is this far down. But at the same time, so I'm looking at it. Yeah, I it's like, really expected Naito to win block B. The way I'm looking at block B is like Moxley's the clear cut favorite, and then literally everyone else besides the last guy is three and three. So Block B is just looking yeah. insane right now. Um, Goto, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce the first one. Is it Har? Is it uh, Haruki? Yeah, okay. Haruki Goto, three and three with six points. Jeff Cobb, I'm not sure who that is, but it sounds like a baseball player. <laughs> I believe he works for Ring of Honor mostly. He's uh, he's not too bad actually. Is three and three with six points. Switchblade Jay White, the leader of the Bullet Club, former IWGP heavyweight champion, is three and three with six points. And then the final person in block B, Taichi, is two. Okay, Taichi is four and excuse me, two and four with four points. That's the G1 right now, man. But, Corey, do a little bit more breaking down for this or whatever, man. Like, the last, you know, everything that you know and you've watched. I mean, well, I watched Osprey Kata, which was incredible, as one might expect it to be, because, of course, it was. Facts. Two and of the top I, five. Oh, I also watched Okada Kenta, which was also very good. Kenta, they have done... A really good job building Kenta, I feel like. Much better than WWE ever did in five years. Yes. Like, Kenta's actually kind of awesome in in New Japan. Kenta, the formal... I was kind of expecting him, Hideo Itami. There you go. In um, 205 Live in NXT. I was expecting the win block A. I was expecting either Kenta or Ibushi to win block A. 
because, I mean, the champ just never wins, so I'm quite surprised by this. But I guess anything's possible since Kenta is only four points behind. This is true. But at this point, I do think Okada's going to win. I think it'll be him. I guess him versus Moxley at Wrestle hey. or at the G1 final. See, but at the same time, I think Moxley's getting this, but I don't think Moxley holds it now because – like I said, he's five and one, but everyone else is like literally three and three. Like that whole block B is up for yeah, like, you know what I'm true. saying? And Naito can still shoot up Naito or whatever. Naito could still come back. Yeah. Is Naito still IC champ or is that Abushi? Who's IC champ right now? Um, uh, I'm not sure. I think it might be Naito. Because I think Ibushi, yeah, it's Naito, because Ibushi dropped belt to Naito, if I'm not That was mistaken. the one that, um, was that G1 or, um, not, was, it, was that the G1 Supercard or was that um, Dominion? Uh, Dominion, I believe. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Also, I love, like, if you're this far deep in the podcast, it probably sounds like we're speaking a different language right now. <laughs> oh god also is, Will Ospreay is the current IWGP junior heavyweight champion so okay, probably another reason he's not doing super good in the G1 right because he, he took that belt off of uh, Lee at, also at Dominion I believe right right um final thoughts on the G1 before I ask you one last question to get us out of here I, I, I've said what I have to say. Okay. Um, last thing I'm going to say is a question kind of just not a real question, but it's kind of want you to, to talk to people or we're going to talk to the people. Um, Corey texted me. We were talking G1 a little bit the other day, and he's like, yo, is this should WWE bring back the king of the ring? And I said, nigga, hell yeah. And I was like, dude, like take some notes from G1 or whatever. You got the wrestlers. You got the roster. I I love this whole little which I'm I'm like I said still behind. I love this little like NXT breakout tournament they're doing right now in NXT where like they got all the new guys they just signed over and shit to put them in a bit um like I think it's like what eight man sixteen man tournament. I think it's eight. Yeah, like an eight man tournament or whatever, and the winner gets to choose um an NXT championship to like compete against. So I'm like, yeah, might as well bring back the king, right. the king of the ring. There was talks like, was it last year or maybe early this year about a possible queen of the ring tournament? You have the body. Would also be interesting. Like you have the bodies, you have the people. Yeah. And honestly, as as far as like some of these like random ass pay per views or whatever that are like just the middle of obscurity, you you bring king of the ring back and shit, and you do it right. Come on, man. Right, yeah. I think I just think it'd be really good if they did it. But like don't make it a pay per view like it used to be, just stretch it out like the G one is. Just like okay. random episodes of Raw and SmackDown. And then like maybe put the finals on a pay per view and then the winner gets a title match at like SummerSlam or something. Right. I was gonna ask so kinda like what they do with the mixed match challenge, but like people actually take it serious. Right, yeah. You know. God bless. Oh man, I, I I think that's another good one right there, bro. 
like I said, next yeah. week, um, go home shows for Raw and SmackDown before the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam. Also, NXT TakeOver Toronto. So we're going to have a lot to, I'm actually, I got a lot to catch up with, period, or whatever. Get you with that and <laughs> that. And um, also, we got a little something in the works or whatever we're going to give you guys. Like I said, it's, it's still gonna just—it's gonna be a separate episode, but it's—it's it's gonna be dope, man. Just—just just be ready for that. Um, I appreciate my dope co-host as always. You know what I'm saying? Always talk great to talk wrestling. <clears throat> we we do this on the phone all day and just in life, anyways. So why not? Yeah. And um, ah, I just—it's—it's it's gonna be oh. This, this is random, and it, this is early August. I thought about something or whatever, and we're going to see how it goes. I'm going to go ahead and say it now, and Corey's going to look at me like I'm crazy, even though I can't see him physically like I normally can. Um, After this is over with or whatever, the weeks following going into NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff, is that, is that, is that it? Cardiff, yeah. Yes. Which is August 31st. I am going to not even catch up, but I'm going to wa- watch the weeks prior of NXT UK because I feel like, regardless of whatever, Corey's not going to watch them, but he probably will watch the pay per view. Oh, yeah, I'll watch the, the takeover at the very yeah. least. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, that'll be a dope episode or whatever, but I'm going to. Yeah. Watch the coming up or whatever, kind of get the storylines or whatever going into it. So I'm not just completely just blind. And you know, we'll give you guys right. that too. Because I do not know anybody that watches NXT UK. God bless you if you do. <laughs> yeah, same. And I'm not trying to say, oh my God, it's bad over there, but it's like, it's just so much wrestling, man. So much wrestling. We could do this all day, but God, it's just a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Shit's gonna be dope. Gonna be really, really dope or whatever. It's another great episode. I have one of the best co hosts ever. Shout out to you, Corey. And until <laughs> next week, it's another great, dope episode of It's Still Real to Us. Damn it. We are. <laughs>